Well, hello and welcome to the People's Podcast. I'm Ethan. And I'm Bob. I'm Patrick. And we are starting off this new year, living forward in 2022. Welcome to the show. Let's go. You are listening to the People's Podcast. Two, one. We can be depressed and, and have faith. You're looking at them and you're thinking, are they diseased? And they're looking at you and thinking, (laughs) are you diseased and stuff? Jesus will break in everywhere that he needs to, to rescue his sons and daughters. I couldn't say, help me. I didn't believe I deserved that. We the people! Hi, and welcome to the People's Podcast, where we love God and love people. We're here to talk about various topics in our world today. Some of the things that you and I go through and encourage you along the way. Together, we want to love God and love people, and hopefully you will too. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Well, like every new year begins, we start off with our New Year's resolutions, right? Uh, (laughs) We try to. Well, I often wonder, why do we wait until the new year to start these whole plans and goals and dreams? And I can't help but think that the reason we do is because you can't start a diet during the holidays, right? Yeah, you are right. It doesn't work. And also because, you know, this is a psychological fresh start to begin with all our new goals and plans, all of our hopes and dreams. And, you know, for many, what... You know, you may have realized is that for some or maybe even all of last year's New Year's resolutions, you know, that you had, the ones you have this year might look similar or exactly, <laughs> exactly the, same, the same, you know, that you had last year because <laughs> you started that new diet plan or, you know, that financial goal to put back money or maybe that plan to get that home project done. And you started on day one and by day two, <laughs> it was either forgotten or you had given up. Right. Well, you know, as we all know, the great thing with New Year's resolutions is that usually no one is looking over your shoulder to make sure that you're doing it right. Yeah, the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe some of you are smart enough to have some accountability there. But the truth is, we all need those restarts in life. Am I right, guys? Yeah, yeah. we do. And for many of us, we need multiple restarts. And what's really great to know is that God knows that mm-hmm. he does. And he built this concept into his word. And that's why we see things in like in scripture, like his mercies are new every morning. What an awesome restart that we all need to hear. Or, you know, where we see the nation of Israel, this one's really cool, was given the year of Jubilee, which, you know, it means that if you had a lot of bad luck throughout your life, we'll call it that, or maybe you made a lot of bad decisions that sort of put you in the hole, so to speak. Jubilee was where you got everything back. How cool is that? Hmm. Everything back that belonged to you, and you got a restart on life. We all need restarts. I need some of that Jubilee this morning. <laughs> I it, My morning started out rough, mounted a TV, and it mounted fine, but couldn't get it plugged in. Then went to my car, and my windshield wiper on my, the driver's side wasn't working. Then I go to Dunkin' Donuts for you guys to get you guys coffee and hot chocolate. And I spilled the whole uh, coffee all over my driver's side. Uh, and just, it, it was just mornings like that that you just want to crawl back into bed. <laughs> yeah. all over again. Hit the reset button. Right. And look forward to tomorrow. <laughs> That's all you can do. 
Well, let me just say that God is into restarts. He is. And that's why he gives us so many chances in life and continues to pour out his mercy on us. The truth is we need a new year for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's to finally do some things right that we didn't do right last year. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's to recover from this past year, you know, with everything that's going on, everything that we faced, you know, maybe some challenges or difficulties or hardship. It's a nice to have that recovery. Or maybe it's to fix and repair some things that were broken in this past year. I know every year has its ups and downs. There's brokenness Mm -hmm. in physical ways and even relational ways as well Mm -hmm. and things like that. And maybe you need a restart from all of that. Whatever it is, the awesome opportunity for all of us is that we have a restart from this point forward. A chance to do what needs done in our lives, and we want to encourage you with some practical truth during this podcast today, as we all get the chance to live it forward in 2022. Hmm. We want to encourage you today with three steps that we all need to take going forward in 2022, and they are simple. It's refresh, refocus, and re-engage. The alliteration. I love it. (laughs) Refresh, refocus, and re-engage. You can't forget it. And I'm going to start this off with you today and talking about getting some rest and feeling refreshed. Everyone is feeling the lag from the holidays right now. They are. Hmm. We've just come off of Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's all in about a month's time. Christmas cookies and desserts have been seen (laughs) everywhere you go. And by now, whatever remains ends up in the trash because nobody wants them anymore. Right. Yeah. Or maybe you've you've had your fill of turkey and ham and potatoes, stuffing, and this time of year it's literally food, 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 food everywhere right. you go. <laughs> yeah. And you have been running around like crazy visiting family and friends, shopping and buying so much stuff and spending way more than you anticipated. How many can agree with that, right? Yeah. And now all you can think about is this. I need a break. You need to be refreshed. Mm -hmm. Well, the Bible is full of this wonderful principle of encouraging you and I to take a step back and be refreshed. It's amazing when you look at the very beginning of the Bible in the book of Genesis, the creation account, God rested on the seventh day. He showed this whole concept at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. You look in the Old Testament, you see, uh, for example, the prophet Elijah was taken out into the wilderness by God so that God could refresh him, so that he could be refreshed by the Lord. And what's amazing even further, you look at the gospel accounts, even Jesus, who was fully God, still took time to get away and be refreshed to get some rest from all the craziness for you and I from this holiday season. We need that. (laughs) We need to be refreshed physically, and we need to be refreshed spiritually. The truth is, when you think about things like this, you know, for you and I, when we are running uh, full tilt and we're running on empty, uh, you know, for ourselves, we can't operate at a maximum efficiency and do what needs to be done correctly until we take some time to be refreshed. That's step one for living forward in this coming year. Hmm. That was good. Yeah, thank you. So we saw we needed to be refreshed, but we also need to refocus. Um, I hated the eye doctor growing up, and uh, you'd be in the chair, forehead pressed up against the cold guard, and a guy telling you, 
one or two, and he'd be flipping them back and forth, one or two. And talk about stress and anxiety as a four or five year old kid. Um, how do you tell the guy that both are blurry? Yeah, it's which one is blurry? <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking at them and uh, they're both really bad. So I would just take a good guess and say uh, two. <laughs> so uh, the glasses I had as a little guy were all blurry, and I guess my mom said I would I would always try to take them off and conveniently lose them and hide them everywhere. But that was because my world was blurry and out of focus. Yeah. In the Bible, a guy I think of in a way that needed a refocus was Saul. Uh, we know him as Paul, but Saul's focus was all about persecuting the church and Christians. And Saul, a Pharisee, thought he was doing the Lord's work and yeah. all this. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Acts chapter 9 gives us the refocusing point for this guy named Saul. Saul's on the road to Damascus, hears a voice from heaven and this blinding light, and he falls to the ground. And this voice tells him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And it's funny, the next words out of Saul's mouth for a guy that persecuted the church and Christians, he said, who are you, Lord? Yeah. So Saul recognized the voice to be the Lord, or at least he Maybe it's a voice he never heard before, but he says, who are you, Lord? Which is kind of funny. And then the voice says, I'm Jesus who you persecute. That would, that'd be scary that in and of blow itself. Away in some regard there, you know, you're thinking you're doing all this stuff for good and you just got this, you know, <laughs> presence of God. And God is basically telling you everything that you're doing is, is, is incorrect, is wrong. You're going in the opposite direction of where I need you to go. Yeah. And so he definitely needed a refocus. Yeah. So Saul gets up. The Bible says he opens his eyes and he can't see anything. Uh, imagine that just uh, opening your eyes and not being able to see anything. And he's like this for three days. He doesn't eat or drink anything. Uh, And Saul meets Ananias and Ananias talks with Saul and tells Saul that Jesus sent him so that Saul would see again, uh, but ultimately that he would be filled with the Holy Spirit. And in that moment, Ananias puts his hands on Saul and Saul regains his sight and gets baptized. And in that instant, it seems like he once persecuted Jesus, but now he's focused uh, totally opposite on preaching Jesus and winning souls for the kingdom. Uh, But many times I think it takes loss or tragedy for God to refocus us sometimes. Uh, We're so stubborn in our own will. And yet we have the Bible uh, every day for us to help refocus our lives. And and many just leave it on the shelf, maybe open it just on Sundays. But that to to get into the word every day is our refocusing point. It is so vital. So vital. And, you know, I I can't help but think like, you know, these times of the year or maybe the entirety of the year where our our lives can get sort of uh, out of focus. And, you know, when they get out of focus, things lose their meaning and purpose. So we start to question things and we start to get confused. We start to doubt things. We start to, you know, wonder and wander in many ways. And, you know, that's where we need to sort of come back. Just like you're saying, Patrick, we need that refocus, get back on the right course, get where we need to be and uh, start focusing on the Lord again and start implementing all those things that would get us going in the right direction. And, literally change the course of this coming year and what it can be and what it holds for us. Yeah. 
Yeah, thanks, guys. This has been great. And uh, I've needed to hear this myself. Uh, you know, we talked about refreshing our spirit in the Lord. Well, we need that so much and refocusing our attention on the Lord. And I'm going to encourage us with the third step in the process, re-engaging. It's one of my favorite subjects because I understand the concept of getting back on the horse when you fall off. As a rock climber, I fell plenty of times and had to stand at the bottom, look back up the sheer wall and say, here we go again. You climb it all over again. And as a kayaker, I dumped over plenty of times. You got to dump the water out, refloat the boat, get back in, head back downstream. So I understand the importance of getting back on the spiritual horse to ride again. Yeah. So let me encourage our audience to take this new year of 2022 as a time to get back on the horse of life. Take her for the ride of her life. Yeah. Ride your life with the Lord on there with you. A time for the new and improved you as a new creation in Christ. Yeah. When I was a fitness director, and, and Ethan, you talked about this, uh, about New Year's resolutions when I was at the Y, it seemed like everybody had a Monday morning start plan. And I always said, if it's so important to you, start today. Oh, well, I'll start on Monday. And, and when it came to New Year's resolutions, everybody had one, but it started on January 1st. Yeah. So you blow all these weeks and months eating everything you want, sitting on the couch, but January 1st somehow is going to be a magical moment it's going to be the catalyst for change. Yeah. My, my favorite day is December 31st because you can eat everything you want to. You can just sit down and eat a whole container of ice cream if you want to because yeah, you're like... January 1st, yeah. you're going to throw it away and, and start fresh. Yeah. And so many people liked group exercise classes because that way you weren't the only one sweating and feeling the burn. So as we talk about this new you in 2022... Don't go at it alone. You, misery loves company, but hmm. but but so do champions right. love company too. So right. find someone to go through this together. So as a pastor, I see these same concepts that I can relate to sports and exercise that fit to our spiritual lives as well. January 22 is a great time to, to pick out that spiritual character flaw that you know you need to work on. It's the same one you needed to work on last year, as, as you had said. Yeah. And, and just make a resolution before God and your close friends to continue that journey to a new you. As we all begin our New Year's resolutions with good intentions. But as we move forward on a spiritual improvement plan, we experience what in the, in the fitness world is called a cheat day. It's a day where you blow your diet, whether it was planned or spontaneous failure, but you blow it. Hmm. But John, First uh, John 1, 9, I love this, says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So you confess and you move on. Yep. Hmm. You don't need to wait till January 1 of 2023 <laughs> when you blow it on the second day of 22. <laughs> yeah. You've already yeah. set us up <laughs> to think about. Don't wait till next year to start your, your resolution all over again. Don't even wait until the following Monday to start. If you blow it on Tuesday, start again on Wednesday. Yeah, I think, too, it's, it's really important to set those achievable goals. Oh yeah. Uh, even, even when it comes to the spiritual life, just when it comes to reading the Bible, don't, don't try to read a whole four chapters every day. Yeah. Cause I, I'm sorry. You might be able to read four chapters a day, but you might not retain anything. Oh, sure. It's better to just read one or two verses and actually take something away than to set unachievable goals. Love that. Thank you. It's so important in all aspects of life. They've got to be attainable. 
And the beauty about the forgiveness that we receive, though, from the Lord is we receive it immediately. We put our hmm. kids in time out all the time. Patrick, you're, you're going to have a child here soon that you're going to put in time out eventually. <laughs> but they don't stay there forever. Right. You got to refresh them, refocus them. And what do you do? You re-engage them. You yeah. get them off of that timeout chair and say, now, get back to it. And with the Lord, we receive that right away. It's immediate that we receive his forgiveness. So we can keep on pumping that spiritual iron to build our spiritual muscles. Scripture says, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Proverbs 28, 13. Love that verse. Repent, therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Acts 3, 19. That is exactly what the three of us are talking about today. (laughs) God is looking to refresh you, to refocus and re-engage you, getting you back into the game of life, a life lived for God in his strength, not our own. Yeah. The Bible is full of examples of men who start out godly lives, who were, but then they all experienced that cheat day, a day where they walked away from God's plan for their life, had to go at it on their own, in their own strength, in their own workout plan. And they failed miserably. Hmm. You both have talked about several of those people. Look how good David started out. Yeah. Killed the lion and the land and the bear and, and even the giant Goliath. But the creature that slayed him was a beautiful woman. Hmm. He looked where he shouldn't have looked. He lusted where he shouldn't have lusted. And he fell into sin and disaster. But, and here's the beautiful uh, however that, the God, that God gives us. Because he confessed his sin, he reengaged him. And he became a, a man after God's own heart. Yep. And, and he wrote more inspiring scriptures about turning to God than any other author. That's awesome. And I don't think many people realize David was called a man after God's own heart after his sin, yeah, not before true. his sin. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Because he refocused and he reengaged himself. Yep. yep. Uh, Moses. He was a godly man doing his own thing until he took the law in his own hands, killed that that slave-whipping mm-hmm. Egyptian taskmaster, and then he had to go into hiding as a, as a goat herder, you know. And then, But then God called him back out. What did he do? He refocused him. He reengaged him. used him to lead God's people all the way to the doorstep of the promised land. Yeah. We could look at Peter. Man, is this a, uh, a guy that I can relate to because Peter is a doer. Even if he put the cart before the horse or put his foot in his mouth like me, <laughs> uh, he's still doing something for the Lord. That's it. He's a doer. And, and that's great. He didn't sit on the couch. God reengaged Peter so many times that he became one of the most active leaders in the early church. That's amazing. Hmm. That's yeah. powerful. I mean, that, that's just something I know we're looking at all these different characters, but it, the, the message being communicated to each one of us here with all this is the fact that, you know, uh, where you look at yourself and your life and where you're at, God can re-engage you. Oh, amen. You know, mm-hmm. once and your your life doesn't have to be a life of defeat. Yep. Even with all your failures, faults, and mistakes, your yep. life can still be a life of victory and accomplishment because of being re-engaged back into God. Yeah, the devil yep. wants to leave us in our shame. Oh, yep. Shame is a voice that the enemy oh, uses yeah. to get us to do what we were never made to do. Yeah, yeah, he wants to bench you. For sure. God wants to get you back in the game. Patrick, uh, you mentioned Paul, one of the most zealous guys. And I love the fact that 
that when he was refocused, his zeal didn't change. He was just as passionate Mm -hmm. about killing Christians as he was about converting people to Christ. Mm -hmm. But it was just he needed that uh, refreshment, that refocus and and then being reengaged after his uh, blinding time out. And then he went on to write more of the New Testament than anybody else. And man, he's got all that stuff there for us that is right on point with our three points together. Love James 5, 19 and 20. My brothers, if anyone among you wonders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from the wandering will save his soul from death and cover over a multitude of sins. I need you. You need me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, we all need somebody to put put their hand on our shoulder and say, Bob, what are you doing? You need to refocus, refresh and reengage. I'm old enough to to know uh, John Fogarty sang that that familiar song of your baseball fan center field, right? right? He says, "Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today." And that is an attitude of reengaging, folks. Are you ready to reengage your life for the Lord today? Hmm. I'm also old enough to know who David Robinson is because he's a Christian NBA athlete, former player for the uh, San Antonio Spurs and a two-time Olympic gold medalist. A lot of people forgot about that. But he loved to say, give me the rock. He's talking about the basketball, but he says, give me the rock. Folks, are you ready to re-engage the rock, the cornerstone, the rock of our salvation, Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life? And refresh yourself in his word, refocus yourself in his ways, and re-engage yourself in the wonders of his love and service to him. And see what God has in store for you, the new you, in 2022. That was powerful. Well, that is. And I mean, you bring all this together, Bob, you know, and this is where, you know, we need that time of refreshment. All of us need that. All of us get tired and burned out in all that we have going on. And we've all got a lot of responsibilities. We're all busy, you know, and, you know, we use that more as an excuse than Mm -hmm. anything else. But the reality is this is life and it's not going to get easy. When we all lose focus from time to time, even in a given day. And that's where, like we see, we need to come back and just align ourselves ourselves with God and align ourselves with what he has for us. And, you know, this is a huge point. The last one here with all this, because a lot of us want to bow out of things in our lives because we got so much going on or we give ourselves all these reasons and we don't re-engage. We maybe sit in that refreshment period longer than what we should. And, you know, that little refreshment period was not meant to be a permanent setting. It's a temporary setting where you get, uh, you know, uh, that rejuvenation, if you will, that rest that you need, and then you get back in. It is vital that we get back into things. And, you know, with all of this, one of the things that we're showing here is there is this concept and principle of intentionality, you know, we need to be intentional in our lives. If we want to see ourselves a certain way, if we want to be in a certain place, if we want to do a certain thing, whatever it is, mm-hmm. then it's not just going to fall in our laps. We have oh, to yeah. be intentional with all this. And yeah. so, you know, we look at past years gone by and we can see a lack of intentionality in our lives where, okay, we're just going with the motions here and, you know, uh, just fielding the moments as they come. When in reality, we can be leading in all of that in our lives. Oh, yeah. hmm. God calls us to that. 
And yeah. so as we live it forward in 2022 here, the encouragement and challenges for you and I to be intentional and in taking that refreshment, intentional and in, in aligning ourselves and getting that focus where we need to be and engaging our lives in the things that God has called us to and to do. And so with that, we can then look back on a year. We can look back on years, years in our lives mm-hmm. and see God's guiding hand and see our purpose fulfilled. And that is an awesome thing. Yes. But if we don't put these steps into practice, then I can promise you it's going to be a life look back on with regret yeah. instead of sitting thankfulness. on the bench. Yeah. And so I want to encourage you. I hope this has been a blessing to you. You know, we thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Get refreshed, get refocused and get reengaged, living it forward in 2022. That's all that we have for you. Thank you so much for listening for the People's Podcast. I'm Ethan. I'm Bob. I'm Patrick. And God bless.